Episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Bachelorette Season 18, Episode 3. Now, Chris, I was listening back to our first couple of episodes of this, and we're just constantly, mercilessly giving both barrels to the whole show, its fakeness. <laughs> How did you enjoy today's episode? <laughs> we're a pair of bastards aren't we Dave <laughs> so <laughs> um, look I, I think I think it's one of them and a fair play to people who've watched this I mean I went back and looked 2003 was the first season I think it was of Bachelor and then obviously we've had the Bachelorette from it and Bachelor in Paradise it's a, it's a well respected TV reality show that that just delivers it, it. I just like I said, I've said it's a mockumentary for me. It's not real any of it. I don't believe any situation. However, I watch all sorts of reality stuff, and I'm going to cut a bit of slack. And and when I'm watching, I've been watching the coach trip in the UK, and it's this spooky one with celebs, and it's so forced. They're doing like remember the most haunted Dave where they go. Oh, in yeah, the house yeah. and, so they've done that for Halloween. Fuck, it used to shit me up something rotten. Oh, <laughs> terrible, that Derek Acora and Annette, Yvette Fielding, and yeah. Yvette Fielding. But yeah, it 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 was it's really forced this. And Michelle's such a lovely girl. I, I, I just think again, like one thing I'll praise them on because you, I'd watched this slightly ahead of you, and you, we were talking about Peter, weren't we? He was an absolute mm. cock. I will say, I think that the producers are aware of these toxic people, this series, and literally they have shipped them out pretty much straight away. Do you know, do you know what I mean? Like, like last series, we had that guy, didn't we, who caused all this stuff's going, um, who, who said this about Katie? And it was like, well, it was you. And then he got booted <laughs> off, didn't he, the motivational speaker. It, Peter's a fucking bellend and so aggressive. Micro, everything about him is just not a nice guy. He, he was he was calling out. Was it Will calling him a bully? Will. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. what the fuck? Will was not a bully. I don't think Will. Not that we'd seen anyway on camera. Whether they've been riling him up off camera because obviously we don't see everything. But from what we we can only judge off the edited program. And I was like. Wow, you are just like, and I know we're covering maths as well. Anyone who's not watched Maths Australia, he was pretty much like Bryce yeah. off Maths Australia, who literally could not see his own fault. And honestly, I was so pleased he went, Dave. But before all that, there was so much drama. And he, and he threw his, his coat in the pool, Will's coat, didn't he, later on? And it was like, wow, what a cocky. I mean, Dave, in real life, he'd have got chinned. Well, that's your 30 second review of the episode. Thanks for listening. <laughs> See you <It's> next time. <laughs> fuck's sake. Right. Well, I'm not going to give it quite as much credit as you because I think they're playing a different tactic this time. I think that they are trying to say to us, the viewers, that look, we're dealing with these people. And not so much because of how they dealt with Peter, but how they dealt with Jamie. But before we get into all of those highlights, right, what did you think? So we had a couple of group dates today. And what did you think of the Top Gun themed 
group date. So we had a few guys there. Uh, the card said something about the danger zone. And I'm thinking, yep, yep, it's going to have to be Top Gun, I think. And sure enough, it was. Um, did they have Val Kilmer there, Chris? No. Did they have Tom Cruise? No. A couple of other no-mark actors that I'd never heard of. They're probably in the next film, apparently. <laughs> oh, Dave. Dave what, what about one of the guys? Went, oh, my God. It's Jay Ellis and Glenn Powell. And I'm yeah. like, fuck off. You don't know who they are. Like, Unbelievable. Fucking no idea. I mean, they, they are. I'm just looking at IMDb now. Don't they say are anything. In there. No, no. They are don't in there, anything. but it's oh, like fucking... Like I say, they're not the stars, are they? You know, no. I've got an impression. Don't ruin oh, oh, it. I've go got on, an impression. Go I've got an impression. Don't. This is me. This is me big spot, Dave. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, Jay Ellis was in something called Insecure. Never heard of it. People are probably going to go. He's a massive actor, so I apologise, Glenn. Uh, Jay, Glenn Powell, Dave is out of a movie, and I'm going to do this movie if you can get it off this line. Are you ready? Go on. This is the stock exchange. There's no money here. Really? And why are you here? <laughs> that's his only fucking credit, Dave. And you know what film that's off? Oh, well, if it's a bit of a Bane impression, it's got to be The Dark Knight Rises, hasn't it? <laughs> when they do the stock exchange, he's the guy who's sat there and he's having his shoes shined and then he comes in and he grabs it. Oh, my God. He's a glorified one, fucking extra. He's an extra. It's me. Dave. It's like they're dragging me and you out and going, here's Chris Feltz and Dave Holland. Yeah. Chris appeared in Coronation Street. Like, oh, the wow. Well what actor. massive fucking Hollywood A-listers. <laughs> I can't believe it. So <laughs> Dave, you better go online. I mean, you're better than me at Bane, but I've even got... I've actually got... A cap off a fucking air assault to do the the bane bit. Really? <laughs> <laughs> what are you here? Hold on. I, the problem is, Chris. It's early morning, isn't it? So I've, my my cup actually is full of tea right now. So I can't <laughs> just do that. Let, let's let's give it a go. Let's give it a go. This could go horribly wrong. So <laughs> but I'll do the first oh, bit then. Oh, go, so it's a, go on then. So. so Oh no! So right, hold on. No, I need to do. I need to do a, a different line. My favourite line out of that is. All oh, right. Okay. Go on. Let us not stand on ceremony here, Mister Wayne. Right. Well, well if you're going to pull out, I've got to pull my bail out. <laughs> on, it's, it's like when a man puts a cord round a son who's lost his mother and father. <laughs> that was terrible. That was more <laughs> fucking Don Corleone. <laughs> <laughs> You need to get the line of fucking blank. Wedding. <laughs> this is going fucking terribly. <laughs> you disrespect the family, right? <laughs> that is terrible. Yours was fucking good though. Hell. They could have got um could have even got Ed Harris out. I mean yes. Ed Harris is in it as well, so Legend. Yeah, nope, a fucking extra from Dark Knight Rises. But um <laughs> But everyone, Sorry, that was my big everyone was very, very impressed. Obviously, Chris. Um, so yeah, so I guess you found that you didn't just recognise him. You must you have found fuck. that because you're like, who are these two fucking no marks? Yep. You were thinking the same thing that I was thinking. <laughs> oh, I've been dear. sat on that waiting to record, going, "Don't you dare ruin it, Dave!" And I was waiting for you to fucking do it. I don't think it was worth the wait now, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, we haven't dusted off the old Bane and Batman impressions for a long time, have we? So uh, we went through a spell, didn't we? Every single podcast we did, somehow they they would appear. <laughs> <laughs> on set, Dave, oh, on set, thing, he's just come in the room. 
Mr. Wayne. Go <laughs> on, carry on. I've ruined the whole podcast. So I don't think we've said this on the reality show, have we? But I remember leading up to um, uh, our Dark Knight Rises review, and you actually downloaded an app. And you sat on your back step. <laughs> you sat on your back step doing Bane impressions. <laughs> and the app was shit. It sounded better me doing it than the app. It was supposed to filter my voice. So I'm just sat there getting lines out of the film. And I'm trying to dazzle you. I was ready to play and record them and play them off my phone. And they were terrible. Weren't they? <laughs> yeah, fucking saw you come in. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I mean, they they gave them all the kind of Top Gun uh, code names, didn't they? I don't think uh, one yeah. of them got like I think it was Peter, wasn't it? He got Doughboy oh. because he's oh. he's like a he's a Peter entrepreneur, Chris. Now I I'm sure I picked up on some dialogue where he hasn't actually opened his pizza shop yet. But I think in the in the scale of entrepreneurs, I think opening a pizza shop. It's it's not in the highest, is it? I mean, no. it, it's like it, it, there's lots of other people who do it. It's not the most revolutionary idea. It's not like he's fucking Elon Musk, is it? And it just irritates me, like how he's like putting it out there. Oh yeah, I'm an entrepreneur. Fuck off. Yeah, but, but you know, I kept imagining, and there's nothing wrong with this job because at the end of the day, everyone's got to pay the bills. But when he's an entrepreneur, entrepreneur, I like you see him here, and I think it's so degrading. I must admit, I, I really do get annoyed. I always go over talking to him. But when you've got the Domino's Pizza people with a massive domino shaped like fucking suit on sort of on a corner on a busy road, you know, yeah. that's what I kept he's thinking. Got a fucking he's Domino's Pizza franchise. That's yeah. what his fucking entrepreneurship is. <laughs> Okay, Stood on a corner promoting pizza. He might, he might do them dollar pizza things to have in New York. He might be something like that. That's anyone can come as an entrepreneur, David. Doesn't mean you are, does it? Yeah. Well, fucking maths. You had that Sam, didn't you? He said, "Oh, I don't like the word entrepreneur. I prefer to think of myself as a grifter." But um, I, I think Peter is as much of a bell end as Sam from maths. Yeah. Basically, this this thing between him and Will had been bubbling since last week, hadn't it? Where Will yeah. had a cheeky little "How do you spell narcissist?" and he and he wrote Peter. But Peter is just showing himself to be an absolute bell end for me, because during this challenge, you can see Will is is not happy with the old uh, gyroscope thing. The you know the putting them through the G force, and they have to say something to Michelle and. Will ends up winning it though, doesn't he? In fact, no, no, the winning comes after. So then that is when we get into the gladiator challenge. And of course, you know, we always see this on The Bachelorette, don't we? We see these games which could, in theory, go quite badly (laughs) and someone could get seriously injured. Um, But it looked like quite a bit of fun. Now, what I hadn't really appreciated, Chris, and and you saw it later, because when Will takes his shirt off, He's fucking built, isn't he? Yeah. <laughs> He's a big guy. And so it's all building up and you got Will and Peter and Peter's giving it the big fucking I am. You know, he's saying how he's going to take him down and stuff. Will absolutely pummeled him. And I have to say, you know, most of this show I'm sat there like fucking laughing at it. But this, I was, I was genuinely enjoying seeing him having his arse handed to him. Yeah, and, and, and he... He was just, he's not gracious in defeat. He, everything, he was so, he's so competitive, Peter. That, and then 
I, I just kept thinking, like, if you watch this back as a person, surely he's got to self-reflect on it, Dave, and go, what the fuck was it doing? I need to really understand how I speak to people, how I treat women. His whole... His whole mantra was almost like a baddie, like like something he was in Greece or something, you know, like something like Kaniki or something, you know, treat him mean and, and all this, you know, keep him keen sort of attitude. And it's like it, it really, really old school mentality towards like Michelle. That's the only person I can I can go off. I don't know if he's like that with all women, but he just seemed really, really like, archaic, really. And and look, I didn't think Will did anything wrong. I mean, it all escalated from there. We, mm. he, he gets the he gets on the date. The round the pool. I, I'll be honest with you, Dave. I don't think that coat was the coat that he won on the date. You know, I think the producers have given him that because. Yeah. I tell you why. Will's reaction. I mean, he got really emotional. I'm not saying he's not allowed to get emotional, but I was thinking, well, genuinely. If so, I mean, I'm not saying this like I'm a tough guy or you're a tough guy because we're not. We're just two normal guys. But we've been round the block. If somebody had done that to my coat. I'm throwing him in the pool, day to go and get it. He's literally getting launched in the pool. It's like, that's where I felt it was just for TV. It was, and it didn't really hit the way I felt. I'm not saying that they should have been fighting, but surely there should have been a bit of retribution and he should have pushed mm. him in the pool or something. You know, something to justify that. He just sort of got really upset about it. I was, I was quite uh, taken back by Will's response to Billy. I'm not saying that's not wrong. It's probably a good thing that he didn't, react in a physical way but also mm. watching it in real life you wouldn't take that would you it's funny you say that because that that is what i was sort of thinking in terms of like trying to put it into real life and obviously if will had got physical he'd have been chucked off the show yeah, you know yeah. so he'd be the loser especially you know if he is there as most of them you know for his social media career and stuff it, it would just be a really uh, poor move but I was thinking to myself and I you know you and I we've grown up in the north in the 80s someone disrespects you like that and you just walk away and you let it happen it's like be the bigger man walk away you are gonna get fucking bullied for the rest of your life you you, you just okay. can't do that and I was thinking to myself and I, I was thinking oh fucking hell does this does this just make me a dinosaur but if someone did that to me, we're going to tangle. <laughs> it's, there's, yeah. and, and there's not going to be much of a discussion about it. It's not just going to be like chests <laughs> fucking up against each other. You know, when it, do you remember at school, Chris, when, when, when kids would be in the playground and they're like, they don't want to fight, but they're like trying to act tough and stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, go on. You, you throw the first punch. No, no, you throw the first punch. <laughs> fucking, yeah, I, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm less like that. It takes a lot to fucking get me there. But if I'm there, it's like, right, you're fucking going down or I'm going down kicking and screaming. But I don't care. We're going to fucking tangle. Um, and I, yeah, <laughs> I just fucking, I, I just yeah, couldn't I, help but think like I, it made me question myself, and I was I, thinking, I, oh, yeah. that's not that's not fucking good, that isn't. But but it is. I'm being honest here. It, it would have got physical there with me. Yeah, and and just quickly, a very quick Chris Phelps story, Dave. I remember my best friend. I was about ten, eleven years old. My best friend. 
for some reason, these new trendy kids appeared around and there was about four or five of us in our group and they were a year older than us. So they were, because they were a year older, Dave, everyone who's a year older is obviously tougher than you because that's how you always think, didn't you? Oh, year above, they're going to be physically tougher and all this. And they were coercing my freight, my mates to have a fight with me because he wanted to nick my bike. And I was like, I'm not fine, I'm not getting off this bike. And he's like, what a fight. I said, and I was like, I was in this house like, say, an hour before or what. And these lads have just totally got my mate and he's pushing me about and I'm like, I'm not fighting you. And uh, he's like, I'm fighting. So I said, I tell you what, I'm taking this bike in. I'll come back then. If you want to fight me, we'll fight. So I took the bike back in. My brother's there. He's me and my brother, and there was about 10 lads who were all against us. Mm. And I walked onto this football pitch, Dave. My best mate said, right, you're going to get it. And I just left hooked him, <laughs> dropped him. Right, He hit the deck crying, what have you hit me for? And I'm like, <laughs> you've been pushing me. <laughs> fucking yeah. having a go at my brother. All these guys you turned on me for no reason. And I thought, I am, I'm not step, I'm not back down and I just come up and bombed him one it was a good good dig actually but he hit the deck and he was like I can't believe you've done that and I'm like what? and I was only 10 11 going but you've been pushing me saying you wanted to fight me was this like a fake like you know uh, it's like fight? a bachelorette thing we <laughs> yeah, weren't actually like, supposed to fight yeah, yeah. you weren't supposed to chin me so oh, anyway fucking, we uh, so Chris, <laughs> Chris you know what I'm thinking I'm thinking no retreat no surrender three you know the, the old uh, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Lord, Lauren Abaddon and Keith yeah. Vitale with the fake fighting. <laughs> yeah, hey, honestly, he's like, what, what have you done that for? And I'm like, hello. <laughs> and we were fine after that. He literally got all sorted out. All these lads were like, oh, hang on. <laughs> he's actually, I didn't think they wanted to fight. I think it was one of these ones like, they thought we were going to push each other. But anyway, that's not something to be proud of. We were fine. I just, I was literally backed into a corner when he was shoving me around before anyone says, you bully, Chris. I wasn't. That's not my style at all. But anyway, Anyway, carry on, Dave. Sorry. It, it gets to that point, though, doesn't it? And you have to stick up for yourself. It's not about bullying yeah. someone else. You have to stand no. your ground. And, and uh, yeah, like I was, uh, I was just thinking, like, you know, in this fucking society that we live in now, you know, would that, I mean, that would be condemned, no doubt. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, of course you would. But, yeah, I, I just thought he was a little fucking prick. Uh, Peter and just you know again he's giving it the fucking big I am he, he's like talking about being the big dog and he's like you just fucking had your ass handed to you mate he just absolutely <laughs> walks over you and like you had no fucking chance and I tell you what the other thing I was thinking is Will was really like just sportsman like about it you know when he put Peter out even though he's giving him all this shit he could have rubbed that in a lot more than he actually did. So I, I think Will yeah. comes across like a really... A, a good guy who's just in check with his emotions and everything. And and I, I know, like you're saying, he got all emotional and stuff when he threw in the coat. And and that's, you know, that's his approach. Um, but I, I guess, did Peter go at the end? I think he did, didn't he? Yeah, he, he went... Well, he went about three quarters of the way through this one. Because the end bit was Jamie won it. We had that whole thing. Yeah, and then obviously yeah, yeah. We yeah. The same thing as oh, I was crying. All right, so so, so <laughs> you're right. Pete, Peter and him have another do. Will and I mean, I, I was I really took exception to using the word bully, Dave. But it, Peter was just throwing that out there to try and win the argument. Because honestly, as I said earlier, Will for me did not. He was. I mean, Will was calling Pete's boy, and then he said, <laughs> and then Pete was like, "You should see the checks of cash." And he's like, "But nobody's coming for your pizza business." You know what I mean? But, 
it's like I didn't I, honestly I could be wrong and if someone wants to correct us and point out where they, they if they were siding with Peter but all I kept seeing was Peter just being aggressive and so competitive and I think for for a lady and obviously I'm not a lady but for, for a lady watching that that's got to surely be a turn off completely when someone is being that just passive aggressive all the time just I, I mean I'm, I'm speaking from a man's point of view but but I I, I would have thought watching it, you'd be like, he is just not, he's not an attractive person on the inside. You know, he's not a bad looking lad, but I just, I didn't feel he had, he needs to go for me and self-reflect on himself just for in the rest of his life because he'll never be happy otherwise. Yeah, and that's that's what you'd, uh, you'd mentioned before and I didn't, I didn't uh, respond to that, but I think he, he seems the sort of person to me who'll watch this and say, oh, I've just got a bad edit. You know, they've, yes. ju- they've just yeah. taken it out of context. It's not my fault. Again, I keep mentioning maths, but but look at Bryce. He is literally told by everyone about his toxic behaviour, but he's got an excuse for everything. He's, yes. It's like it's always someone else's fault. It's not his fault. He's not ever taking accountability for himself. And Peter comes across like that to me. I, I bet, like, if he's got a fucking pizza shop, he's been handed some fucking money you know, from someone else, and, and like, you know, that's how he's trying to start up a little business there, I just, he is a toxic little fucking toad, and um, yeah, I, I'm not having that, it's just <laughs> an editing toad. thing at all. <laughs> <laughs> a little toad, that's a fucking belt of that, day. so, uh, <laughs> I'll give you that one, that's a fucking brilliant one, so, the other drama in the episode, and we all have all the sickly bollocks, don't we? Oh, I just want what's best for Michelle, and I care so much about I don't I want could, her to be hurt. I could Fuck really off. see myself falling for Michelle. <laughs> Fuck off. And then Michelle's saying it. It's that, it's that like, in, in court, open fucking question and open response in it. It could mean a, a multitude of things. I think I'm falling for it. No, you're not. You just want to stay on the show, you fucking fame-hungry cockheads most of them Dave but they are they're fucking sickly no we guys start, we started off so nice and we were saying we'll defend the show a little bit cockheads that's the new one cockheads but, but it's true there's so no guy in this world you cannot tell me that None of them guys, like the one in the first episode, I can't even his fucking name with the game plan. They've all got a game plan. They're all thinking about how am I going to become the Bachelor. No one's bothered about Michelle. I don't believe for a minute, organically, anybody. I don't think Michelle's bothered either. I think Michelle's a good person. I think she's buying into the process, but she also knows that at the end of it, she could possibly get a presenting job like Taisha has, like Caitlin has, which who I've got to say, Dave, Chris um, Harris, whatever he's called, is an absolute bell end, and I'm so glad he's gone, but I don't think they're great presenters. I think Taisha's no. good. I think she's better than Caitlin. Caitlin's might as well fucking talk to me fucking <laughs> door, Dave. She's useless. You know what I mean? And I was crying again, so... <laughs> I nearly recorded it and put it on Facebook. They fucking come over there tomorrow and this is the final rose. I just love it every week. We say it every episode. I know it's me who brings it up. I just love that bit because it's like, let's just patronise every single person in the room. I know it's Bachelor folklore. I know it is and I'm going to get pelters for it. But I love that bit. That's the one bit of the whole episode that I'm tuning in for, Dave, just to see how dramatic and, and authoritative they are when they come and say about the fucking last rose. 
Yeah, I I, I agree. I'm not, I'm not going to go on about the the last rose again. <laughs> no, I think, sorry. I think we do every time, but um, I agree with you on Taisha and Caitlin. I, I and I do think Taisha's a little bit better than Caitlin, but I mean, I I don't feel like they've got any particular presence or gravitas. And again, no, I think it frustrates me because. We watched the we watched Tasha's season, didn't we? And you know she'd already been on multiple seasons before that, and now she's the fucking presenter. I just don't, I just, I just don't like the incestuous nature of this fucking franchise. To be honest, <laughs> it's just like oh, it's such an in crowd thing, uh, you yeah. know, it's such a little clique. It just does my head in. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It's like Fight Club, isn't it? It's like fucking Fight Club. Everyone knows except, about except, it. Talks about. <laughs> well, I was going to say, it's, it's except you tell everyone. <laughs> <laughs> first rule of Fight Club. Tell uh, First rule of Bachelor Club. Tell everyone about Bachelor Club <laughs> and how, you know, love is the answer to the world's problems and all sorts of shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting for some guy called Dave to turn up in a fucking Winnebago and say, Tasha, I served you a coffee once three months ago. Do you remember? I'm the bachelor. I'm your perfect partner. Come in. He, 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 he drives through the gates, Dave. The gates fucking come off like we had in, in Matt's season. You know, and th- this guy comes in and he's like, here's your coffee. Oh, my God. Is that you? Yeah. Do you want to go on a date? Come in, yeah, come in. You're another. That's going to happen, yeah. Dave. At some point in this season, some nomad's going to turn up <laughs> from fucking nowhere. Do you remember that time when I looked at your passport, passport control? And you're going all day. It's me. Oh my, I remember. Oh, what a chemistry we had. Do you want to go on a date? Fuck yeah. off, Dave. I, I just, I, I was thinking about us, and I was thinking that I could really see myself <laughs> be, being with you for the rest of my life. And I just thought I'd wait till the season started shooting, and then, you know, it just hit me. I had to do it right now. <laughs> yeah. And h- how did you know where I lived? Well, I actually <laughs> scanned your address. I have a photographic memory, and I looked at your passport and was like. <gasps> I'm going to follow this girl and I'm going to marry her. <laughs> okay, mate. Yeah, no problem. Dave, what episode are we saying this is going to happen at? Because I think we're going to get one more episode and then some dead leg's going to turn up. Seven. Seven. Right, well, so we're on episode four. I'm going for episode five. Some dead leg's going to turn up and absolutely just like try and knock the show on its head. It's going to be... <laughs> well, yeah. I'm such a fella, no. So, so um... Anything. The one thing that I think they are trying to do here, Chris, and I'm sure we touched on it last week, and and this appeared a little bit in Bachelor in Paradise, is, again, this thing where I think the producers are trying to show to us, look, I know all the conspiracy... Well, not all the conspiracy theories, the the reality that you can pretty much see behind the curtain and that this is all fake. But look, it's not fake, and we're weeding out... The, the people who are here for the wrong reasons. So by default, everyone else is here for the right reasons. So, you know, in the first episode, we had the guy with the playbook and, you know, they they did a weird military spot check and found that he had all these notes that he couldn't possibly have put on his... Yeah, that he couldn't have possibly... <laughs> Please, get 
Bachelor Academy. He couldn't have possibly just had all of those notes on his phone or something. You know, he had to actually print them out like it's the 90s. <laughs> Sorry, I've gone. Fucking military sweets fucking got me. Just imagine. Attention. Fucking, let's check your beds. Fucking, are they? The more you say that, and it's hilarious last week when you said it, it's fucking ridiculous. It's so set up. <laughs> A military sweep. <laughs> I don't know why that's tickled me, but it has. It's so funny. <laughs> I've got the police academy music going around in my head as well now. Funny enough, I've got the blue oyster bar. I'm imagining in my head now, like the likes of Tackleberry on The Bachelor. Fucking brilliant. I don't know why that sickle me, it just fucking got me that day. Sorry. But, oh, um, my word. but they're trying to say to us, look, it's real. This is all real. And, you know, we are weeding out. We are throwing these people who are here for the wrong reasons under the bus. So in Bachelor in Paradise, it was uh, Brendan and Piper. And they showed in the episode, they were having a discussion about how many Instagram followers they were getting and, you know, appearing on the show and stuff. And, and clearly, like, Brendan had been dicking around this other girl uh, and just waiting for Piper to come in. They'd clearly been together on the outside and they showed all this in the Bachelor in Paradise episode. So here, when you basically get Jamie, who last week, you know, he'd said about, oh, you know, the whole house, they're all talking about whether you knew Joe, you know, essentially questioning your integrity, Joe's integrity and you know, he, he'd done that and he hadn't owned it. He, I think I was saying last week, I couldn't remember who the motivational speaker was. I think it was Carl, wasn't it? Oh, God, the guy yeah, who was spot. like, the spot. guy who was like, yeah, that's our me. Um, so, <laughs> so unlike Carl, you know, Jamie's seen the episodes. He knows what game plan he's got. And then the producers throw him under the bus because he's fucking shit talking to the producer (laughs) and they're filming it and they show it and I thought that you know they're really pushing the boat out they're really trying to make sure that if they've got a villain here um, they're they're going under the bus that's brilliant he's absolutely brilliant And, and you're right and when the guys call him down and they're having a bit of a pop at him, and, and he's trying to justify. And, and I will say, he wasn't like like when they've painted a bit of a bad guy in the last couple of seasons. They, they've always been, you know, even even the, the, the Matt season. Is it Victoria who is an absolute nightmare? Once she? she was very much Beck's off maths. I think Dave just completely unaware of her social surroundings and stuff, and and the way she reacts to people. But the guys, every time they've had a bad guy. They've been a bag like Peter's a dick. You know what I mean? He's not the mm. sort of guy. If you were in a bar with him, he's probably the guy who wants to take you outside and you know give you a, a kick in a summer day. And then start crying when you're fucking. Then start crying when you've chinned him. Yeah, but um, but with Jamie, he was very well spoken. I don't think I, I think he did a bit of a card, didn't he? Because he just he, he tried to play the game 
and the game exposed himself. Like you've just said, it's like grassing yourself up to a teacher and it telling the teacher what you've just done at school or I've just set the fire alarms off. And it's like, <laughs> okay, well, that's detention for you then. And that's You're so right. They're not going to use that thing. These waivers there and everything to say, we are going to film you. And anything that we feel, de- you know, I'm sure it says it deemed thing fit for the show is going mm, in there. Why would yep. you do that? But I love the fact though, Dave, when he was squirming and he's saying to Michelle and she's there all like, you know, so upset Dave she's like oh my god and he went isn't that how the conversation went and she went no yeah. <laughs> it's just like you're gone mate you are gone there's no <laughs> way coming back as soon as he questioned your own reasoning I was like oh he's gone he is gone and to be fair she just fucking booted him straight away didn't she yeah yeah I'm glad they you know she didn't give him a chance and again she'd probably been tipped off because you know, Jamie's saying to the producer about, oh, I can't believe, you know, they've only put these guys here. And he's basically talking his game plan through. He's talking to a producer there who's probably been, you know, part of putting this whole season together. He's not your fucking best mate, Sunshine. So, you know, that's where he really fucked up. But he definitely had his game plan. And what I loved is, I mean, it was Rick, I think, who... um who Michelle initially said, well, it was Jamie who told me about the whole mistrust around, did she know Joe and what have you. Rick goes and tells a bunch of the other guys and they, you know, say, you know, it's not fair to speak behind his back, so let's quiz him and stuff. And when he's trying to explain, it is the biggest assembly of word soup. <laughs> you know, he did, you know, when people say it's, it's not, what you say it's how you say it i felt it was like that because he delivered it in a very calm way but what he was saying just made no sense and then the best bit though chris was when he was saying look look we we need to stop talking about this because you know if they show this in the episode and the guy's like what do you mean episodes (laughs) did you pick up on that bit No, no, did you not pick up? I think you no. say like, "What do you mean episodes?" And he's like, "You know, Ipsnay on the." You know, it's like, <laughs> there's a camera right there, so it was <laughs> whisper. whisper. <laughs> it was weird. He was very, very aware that the camera was there, and the other guy's like trying to be be a bit coy. It's like, "What do you mean? You know, you're calling him out, really? That all you're thinking about is how this comes across on the TV." Whereas, you know, the best bits of reality TV are when they've been there for a while and they sort of forget the cameras are there. Yeah. But, um, you know, I I thought he could still rescue it from that point. But like I say, it it did go fairly south. But I I do think Michelle had been tipped off behind the scenes by the producers as well to make it such a um, such a short sharp exit yes yeah that's true I, I, you're probably right and you know you know, I always think that this is I'm going to bring this down another level now but you know when all <laughs> the guys are stood there and there's a lot and they're, and they're all in like the big the rose ceremony and everything I think it's every time and this is probably just me going from the gutter Dave and probably being from a family of like you know nine nine brothers and sisters is um when they're all there, I keep thinking, I wonder whether one of them 
Let's one go, Dave, just to put everyone off. Yeah, yeah. I always think it. There's a lot of protein being consumed between all them yeah. guys. They're all buff and written up. I always think that okay, thing. Room full of guys on a high-protein diet. Yeah, they're all smiling going, fucking hell, who's done that? You know, because that's the sort of stuff that you do, don't you? Because I always think if you're friends with your mates or the lads, they're the stupid things that make you laugh, don't they, Dave? So, you know, I know that it's... it's um, it's not right, but it's the reality on it. It just every time I always say, I wonder if some of them have got a bit of an off stomach because the shit in it, literally, that they're going to get voted off. It's just ridiculous things to bring up, I know, but it gets me every time. So when you see the road ceremony, I always take a look at the face. He's going, I wonder if I, has he just let one go? <laughs> So yeah. bad, Dave. I know. I know. And do they do they or do they have to maintain their positions, or can they just like sneak one out and then just walk to the other <laughs> side? <laughs> so so Let's that when getting... so the people are like pulling faces, stuff like fucking hell. Eating. <laughs> yeah, I'm literally tasting it all. But someone lets one go as they walk to Michelle, and then she's like, "Oh, I'm glad I'm letting you go." <laughs> Oh, I imagine that. That would be the ultimate, wouldn't it? Drop one, like, right, you know, so if you're behind Peter, <laughs> drop one so he's kind of covered in it and then walks over to Michelle. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. so bad, so bad. Anyway, Dave, have you got anything Look, else from I, the episode? I think, I think what you'll find, Chris, is they don't pump on The Bachelor. <laughs> they don't. Sorry, it's all flowers and feathers and stuff. It is, Dave, yeah, it is. Pop yeah. puree and stuff. Have you got anything else? No, I, I think, you know, it wasn't a bad episode. I think, you know, all joking aside, I think Michelle comes across really quite well. I think she comes across as being quite likeable, quite authentic. I know that is a mad thing to say in in you know in this weird fake show that we've got. But no, I, I thought it wasn't too bad. We had a bit of drama, you know, with Peter and also Jamie. And um, yeah, I, th- I thought I thought it was a decent episode this week. No, I did. I like Michelle. I do. I, I think she's she probably out of everyone we've we've reviewed on the Bachelor and Bachelorette. Like Matt, Matt was a good guy and everything, but I just felt he was dead wooden. I think Michelle's got the best personality. She's got a sporting background. She's very relatable. She's a teacher. I think she speaks very well. Katie, I thought was going to be a good Bachelorette, and she just did me heading. She was just fucking mm. moaning all the time. But anyway, Dave, let's get on to the serious stuff. So, 1st of November... Me and you, my very good friend, decided we're not raising money, but we're just doing it for a bit of awareness. We're going to do 100 squats every day, aren't we? So we started it on Monday. And, you know, we both train. We, we both go to the gym, train. I've, you know, I'm everyday yoga. I've been doing yoga this morning for 40 minutes. I do bike, everything. Oh, my fucking God, Dave. Did yeah. age catch up with me this week? <laughs> Demo. And I was doing... When I had me up last year, I was doing squats nearly every day to keep myself going because I couldn't move my shoulder. It was in a sling. I have been in fucking agony this week. Yeah. Absolutely <laughs> old man. At 42 years old, has caught up with me. I have been on my arse. And it's only today that I don't feel as if I'm going to fucking kill myself when I'm doing a squat. I knew the first week was going to be tough, but... I have to say, from like about Tuesday onwards, oh, it's been agony. And and the thing is, Chris, you and I both go to the gym quite a lot, you know. I and it's taken me by surprise. <laughs> it's just <laughs> fucking <laughs> stupidity and lack of preparedness, really. Because I, I was thinking, yeah, hundred squats. That's that's not too bad, you know. 
should I do them, you know, should I break them up a bit? Nah, fuck it, I'll just go through, because it's not like you're carrying weights on your back. You know, it's not like you're squatting actual weights, you're just squatting your body weight. That's what I was thinking, Chris, and fuck me. From Tuesday onwards, I've just been in, in a bit of agony, to be honest, and so, <laughs> yeah. you know, it's it's not quite as easy as it it sounds. <laughs> no, it's not. I mean, I, I you know me, I'm always up at daft o'clock. I went out on Wednesday, I had a job to do. I, I fix and build like advertising units, bus shelters, all sorts of things, and a job came in. And I'm there, and it's a physical job, my job, most of the time. And I'm there, Dave, sweeping up this glass, making it all safe because we have to do go out and make sure there's no trip hazards and people can put claims in and all that. And I'm there at four in the morning, and my back locked up, and I never get a bad back. I've not had a bad back since I was about 20, and my, my, I could feel the muscles in my lower back. Both sides literally spasmed, and I stood there with the brush going, oh, my God, how am I going to pick up? There's like about 70 <laughs> keys worth of glass, and, I'm thinking, and they have buckets, and I'm thinking how the hell am I going and I'm like kicking it to the sh- to, to the van <laughs> and then trying to put it in and I'm like holy shit and I knew I had to pick, pick up some massive really heavy pieces over 100k this glass I knew I had to pick it up and I'm like later on I'm like how the hell I'm going normally just because I've done it for so long you just do it you know because it's your job mm. you just get used to it Dave I was in bits and I just kept thinking of you going he's in bed right now and it's half four in the morning and I can't fucking move and I'm stood like a fucking snuggled in a nice warm bed (laughs) yeah and it was freezing I'm like a fucking tree stood there no like a a mannequin you know man of two swords thinking if I move to the left it's going to be worse than if I move to the right oh Oh, Dave I've been in bits mate and and the other side I would say I went Swimming on Wednesday as well after that. Started swimming again. I went swimming, 32 lengths, did it all. Got me half mile in. Got out the pool, Dave. Yeah, fucking back was killing me. I was no. like, oh, what is the matter with us? Oh, I've never, I've never ever <laughs> been like this. And I used to train heavy on legs. I used to leg press everything. But I've never, I'm never an advocate for squats because they, they are, you've, you've literally got to have the mechanics. You know what I mean? Like mm. you, you, some people are just born to squat and some are not. And I am not at six foot two fucking born to squat, Dave. <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> well, I'm hoping that week two is a bit easier and then week three is easier than that. But Chris, we've done five days now. We're into the sixth day, but I haven't done any yet. I haven't um, done any yet. Yeah. No. I, I, we've just got 30 days. <laughs> yeah, we have. It's fucking, we're not even like like quarter of the way through yet even, so um even, even oh, next saturday sake. we won't be halfway through dave that's the problem we've got yeah. <laughs> oh you know what though i've got to tell you something as well so you know we, we're doing our fitness journey again I've, I've come back from holiday it's two weeks tomorrow since i come back off holiday and genuinely i have done a proper old school when i was two when i did my photo shoot stuff years ago i did the, the proper bodybuilding diet that's all i've done for two weeks i've been having the protein shakes i've not done this for age protein shake uh, I'm doing intermittent fasting. I'm not eating until gone 11 o'clock. I'm eating broccoli with my tea. I'm having no carbs. I'm just having like mince or, or chicken. Or, I'm, I'm proper on it. Tune. I am absolutely You must be going through a lot more bog roll, right? Yeah, now. <laughs> There's a lot more gas around my uh, my vicinity. And when I'm having my tea, so I have a little treat about six o'clock. That's the last time I eat. I'm having Greek yogurt with blueberries. And I've got this fat-free maple syrup sauce. I'm having that, and I thought, you know what, Chris? I am going to lose weight. Two weeks now, Dave, weighed myself yesterday. 
not a fucking pound has come off. I'm drinking three litres of water, and I'm like, I can feel my clothes, uh, my clothes feel better, you know what I mean? But I'm just like, this isn't how it worked in 2012, Chris. I'll fucking drop the weight like a fucking, like a stone. I went, it went like that, Dave, and I'm like, this is the, not. The, so last the problem night, is, was, Chris, you, you're about, old. you're almost 10 years old. Now. It is 10 years. <laughs> it's literally 10 years since I did it last time, you know what I mean? But, oh, Dave, I, I was, dis- I'm going to get everyone goals through this. I was a little bit disheartened yesterday. However, last night, I did have a couple of Jack Daniels, but Sam was like, do you want some of these pop chips? Do you want, nope. No, I've got them both a cake from the Trafford Centre, these lovely cakes. I'm like, do you want a cake? No. So I've been absolutely on the money. I am determined by next Saturday. I'm going to keep you updated. I've got to have lost some weight. If I don't, Dave, then I'm going back on the chocolate. That's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not any, no chocolate, no treats, no nothing for two weeks, and I've lost fuck all on toast. Unbelievable. I, uh, with that consistency, it, I think it does take your It'll body a bit itself. to re- yeah. reset. So I believe I, in it. I do I, believe in yeah. it. That's why I'm not going to fall off. The, I'm joking. I'm not going to go back on the chocolate. But I, I know consistency always wins, Dave. Not, not you know, a bit like recording a podcast in a freezing fucking garage. At- <laughs> <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so, you're fucking out today. I'm, you know, I'm about to take my son to football. So it's fucking 45 minute drive away. Fucking at nine o'clock, we've got to be there. So <laughs> fucking recording early so that we can uh, we can get this out because I know we're we're a bit late with this one. So dedication, mate, dedication. But um, no, it that is, that, that weight will come off. I mean, I am doing uh, the square root of fuck all to be honest, Chris. I'm not drinking any less. I I mean, I, I still work out. I've always done that, but I haven't weighed myself for a couple of months now. So I should I should probably join you for a bit of moral support there no you look good anyway you, you, you're training with someone i know like you, so. but, you know i, I, but, I yeah. can just <laughs> hey dave we mean you the way we talk about ourselves we should be the fittest 40 somethings around you know what I mean? we do the best we train <laughs> every day not. we're not but we, we train I, I, every day but there you go yeah i drink way too much wine to be honest <laughs> mine's food that. mine's mine's not drink yeah, it's weird, and yours is, is you know, he's not excessive. You drink more than I do. However, mine's food. I eat miles more than you, Dave. I'm terrible, They're really bad. So that's why I'm being a good boy. But anyway, big thank you. So I'm gonna let you go as well to everyone as always, guys. Big thanks to our patrons, patreoncom forward slash CD Reality Cast. If you want to follow us on social media at CD Reality Cast, and if you want to email us CD Reality Cast at gmail.com. So big thank you as always. The roll call of honor is. Big thanks to Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Jacqueline, Noreen, Claire, Amy, Zoe, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Katie, Dee Dee, Hannah, Ed, nearly said called David Brent again, Priscilla, Susan, <laughs> Tracy, Lauren, Lucky Lulu Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys. We really, really appreciate all your support. What a great set of people. And everyone who supported us in the past, we love you all. So thank you for at any point you've supported the podcast. And get over to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. All the episodes are posted on there. Get in, we'll approve you. And big thanks to our great friend Charlene for running that and monitoring everything. So thank you so much, guys. So Dave, I am off to go and stand in front of a fucking radiator because I am freezing my nipples off, Dave. Okay. Well, cheers, mate. And uh, if you're following along on both episodes, I'm sure at some point this weekend we'll record and release the maths episode as well. So we're into week five, I think, isn't it? So uh, plenty of drama on that one as well, Chris. Brilliant stuff. Take care, mate. Bye. Bye now. <laughs>